Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Sunday, Monday, happy days, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Chaos at Spurs and Villa Thump Brighton. It's Monday, 2nd of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. Hello, Vedushin Hunteraja. <laughs> what a weekend! What a weekend what of football weekend. action, everybody. It's very rare when we all leave happy. <laughs> <laughs> and that weekend proved it again. <laughs> Pete Donaldson. Hello, how are you? Oh, you all right? It's, it's been breakneck speeds, hasn't it? It really has. You think you're in for a quiet weekend of the Barclays and beyond, <laughs> but the Barclays never disappoints, does it? I had to end the weekend with some fast food. What did you go for? Courtesy of Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. (laughs) What did you get? get? Chicken Chicken, Selects? Chicken Selects is the best thing on the menu. Chicken Selects. You're such a weirdo. How am I? They won't do my Big Mac, medium rare, so I'm not involved. <laughs> there are other places to get chicken strips. Yeah, yeah. Which way not better. All, not at that time can't where the, I live. Can't the Sam's Chicken Chicken after church. Oh, no, yes. not, no, no, no. Run by a Sri Lankan man. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, all of them. He's uh, busy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Pinnick. Hats Is off he? to him. Hats off to him. Well, uh, Pete Dons, I'm going to start with you. Mm. What was your highlight of the weekend? Um, d- uh, ticketing chaos at uh, St. James's Park. <laughs> really? They just I don't know what it is about um, moving to a ticketless system, mm. um, but the, the Premier League and, and every, no one can get it right, and I don't know just, why. Everyone just chants it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I've got a ticket. <laughs> could it be tens of thousands of boomers? 
Could it be, could it yeah, be not being unable to work a mobile phone. Yeah, it just seems like a complete mess every single time, however mm. they do it. Yeah. But and it works for some people, and they're all mm-hmm. very sort of like, oh, well, it works for me. It's like, yeah, but did you see? Nobody could get in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the other point of the, the boomer thing is like, that is a lot of football fans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. They exactly. should walk the people that, through it. Exactly. Like, if they've been sat in their season tickets for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that the solution for that is, is escalation? Rush the barriers. Is escalation. It's escalation, Mark. Because it seems to be a lever we can pull now, perhaps. <laughs> uh, Jim, your highlight of the weekend. My highlight of the weekend came at Goodison Park. Um, oh. when the cameras cut to Steve Pascoe, one of the uh, 777 blokes who were looking to take over the club. <laughs> just <laughs> looking like around in... Seven there, <laughs> <laughs> just looking around in utter disbelief at what Everton are actually like. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. face <laughs> was a picture like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were a, a bunch of so-and-sos. <laughs> Fish. Um, my highlight of the week was um, a bagel I had on I knew, Saturday morning. I knew you were going to say something about food. Bagel I had on Saturday morning. Right, uh, chicken select. Uh, very put lovely. It, put it on his Instagram stories. Yeah, it was. It was, And they, and they reposted it good on them. <laughs> uh, it was lovely. And then I got home for 12.30 to watch Villa Brighton, which I didn't enjoy as much because most of the match people were sending me messages over Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Right. So calling me what? an idiot. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So you thought Brighton might win. Not only might win, Marcus thought it might win comfortably. Yeah. Uh, the score was 6-1 to Aston Villa. I, I, like, one. I, I, I got a, little, a thin pillow of one. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. You I, know what the most pathetic thing was, yeah? It's 3-0 at half-time, mm. Brighton score early in the second half, mm. and to myself, because of people being very reasonable, saying, I think you called that wrong, you to, myself, I, to myself, I went, fucking get in there. <laughs> <laughs> two more of these. This does not slip. Oh, two more of these, hold on, yeah. I'm going back into my mentions. <laughs> It's the most pathetic thing. Lovely stuff. Midday on a Saturday. You are you are an underrated, angry man. I don't think I'm angry. Furious. Petty. Fueled mm, yeah. by hatred. Petty. I'm a petty man. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And there's a lovely difference. That's all <laughs> it is. Yeah. Very much to be enjoyed. But I, I think there was there was a lot of highlights of the weekend. Um, but I did enjoy Jared Bowen's goal for West Ham. Did you see the the ticker tacker football? That uh, that produced it. David Moyes is having a lovely time. I said at the end of last season, leave. It can't get any better than this. (laughs) But he's proving me wrong. He's having a lovely time. Yeah, and I think that's why he's doing it. He's not been this happy since he was giving out free food to pensioners in the pandemic. Yeah, very true. He keeps getting into my mentions going, see, Speller, I told you. It can't get better. (laughs) But I'm waiting. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Right then, everybody. Let's uh, talk about... Where should we begin? Probably Spurs 2, Liverpool 1... Good three points for Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly uneventful. <laughs> Who wants to go first, Jim? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was very poor how Liverpool was sitting back at the end there. Yeah, yeah. Very. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, they're parking the bus. Yeah, yeah we've it's not, very uh, negative. Yeah. Park, was... Parking the bus with a couple of wheels missing. <laughs> Where was the press? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the famous. Where was press. the famous press? <laughs> yeah. You know the funniest thing. The funniest thing yeah. off the back of like. You know, we're about to delve into the nonsense. Mm. I was genuinely incredibly impressed by how Liverpool played that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At every single stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 men, 10, yep. 9. Yep. I was like, fucking hell, this is like, it's so rare mm. for a team to be like this. And by the end, when the Liverpool fans were like getting into voice before Matip decided to blaze it into his own goal. Oh, man. Um, you were like, Fucking hell, this is yeah. really, really impressive. Absolutely right. I, I, I think that's it. That shouldn't be lost in all this. It will be lost in yeah, all no, this. Yeah, no, of course. But it, but <laughs> that's it, why but I got it out of the way be. first. They were well yeah. played, sir. Because actually, I thought to myself, 
when all said and done, what it makes me think, you know, if, if one um, was to uh, start saying, well, who do you think is going to have the better season? Who's the better team? I'd Liverpool all day yeah, long yeah. for me after after that performance. No, think... Not taking away anything from Spurs. But as you say, they, they, they were very impressive. Um, Luis Diaz's finish was very impressive. And sadly, Peter, it was ruled out for offside. Um, VAR did not overturn after a quick check because as we now know, uh, the video assistant replay... Um, thought that the uh, the on-field decision was to let the goal mm. stand. Um, mm. So a bit of a miscommunication, uh, yeah. which they apologised for. <laughs> and yeah, and, and I guess um, it's that situation where the referee, they're still trying to pretend that the referee has the ultimate kind mm. of power mm. in any situation, yeah. uh, when in fact VAR removed that some time ago. <laughs> so maybe if they stop thinking that for a second, yeah. uh, and we just got on with business at hand, using VAR as the tool that it was designed to be, uh, maybe we could just have a nice time instead of having to talk about this administrative nonsense. This is part of the problem, isn't it? VAR was brought in to eradicate these sort of mistakes because they happened anyway. Mm -hmm. This sort of stuff happened all the time. There was outrage about it that would, you know, would last for a a weekend and then die down. Mm -hmm. When this sort of thing happens now, it feels like a much, much bigger deal Mm -hmm. and a much, much bigger injustice Mm -hmm. because we have the technology to stop it happening and, and rightly so. But it is surely going to get to the point where this a, a team goes down because of a thing like this, or or, or something is. But to cut in though, this is not this is not a run of the mill VAR. Oh, absolutely not. Decision. But, but we are seeing consistent. I mean, these fourteen apologies speak for themselves, right? They're all slightly mm-hmm. different, <laughs> but they're all things that surely should be avoidable with a with a process that's put in place mm-hmm. to sort of as best as possible allow for human error. Now. I think there's a couple of things that, that need to be considered. Firstly, the semi-automated offsides thing is that technology exists. We've seen mm. it work pretty well. I'm sure it's not as simple as just like flicking a switch and then, hey, you've got semi-automated offsides. But I think Very as, close, as soon as, soon it's all as done possible... Video, isn't it? It's all done with computers now, I believe. It's all done with yeah. computers now. Um, but I think as soon as possible, just, just bring that in. Which Swallow they, your pride. They voted against it in the summer. Mm. Right. That's the it's most a, ridiculous thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when we so t- when you when you say they voted against it, was this the was this the PGMOL? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They, right. they had, because they have it elsewhere. You know, they have it in Italy, for yeah. example. Um, but they they voted against it in the summer. Just, Again, just have someone at the door checking your receipts, like the uh, like the, um, um, yeah. But it's a ticketless system now, Peter. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, but um, I I think this is the first time I think to myself actually AI might be the answer because if you have AI referees, right, then. You get to abuse them as much as possible. They won't mind. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the emotions yet. Mm. Um, so I think that could be something. But this is a different. Because if you walk that down the garden path a little bit, though, <laughs> yeah, probably not a great idea. Mm. Oh, it's my referee's malfunction. He's repeatedly kicking the ball in the back of the net. <laughs> um, but no, but I, this is obviously um, a my different thing, judgment day. <laughs> we, we don't want that. <laughs> this is obviously a different type of mistake from from VAR. This is, mm. I mean, it's it's actually not VAR. It's 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 a application of VAR. It's a, isn't it? it's, a mis- yeah. it's a miscommunication between um, two human beings. That's what this is actually. Mm. So I don't think when people having a go at, at, at um, the, the the technology, it's not a technology issue. This this is literally one human mm. being not watching the footage correctly. Yeah, I, I mean, like we talk about. The technology of VAR. Mm. It's a, just a video. A, yeah, it's <laughs> complicated. Yeah, yeah, We've had yeah, that since replays. Exactly. It's just lines on a screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so that makes it. That to me makes it worse because you know Jim was saying before about how we used to have these things all the time. Mm. This was exactly the kind of thing we have all the time. Yeah. And they still fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. Like and people reg- would scream for technology. Yeah. Mm. And like th- this is. I'm, I feel like I'm defending like robots here to a point, mm. but like it is. I think it's a disgrace. Yeah. yeah. That they. 
they even had that miscommunication. One of the things we always said at the start was you need you need some open dialogue in the setting because it's obviously ruined the in-game experience because, you know, the number of games we've all been out where you're like, You've got that little they're, checking, they're mm. checking this, what you just see the sign, you know, VAR check for penalty, whatever, mm. red card, whatever. And there's no clarity at all. Yeah. And one of the reasons you should bring that in, although that should have been brought in from the start, is because it makes all the officials basically go by a script. So mm. therefore there's a back and yeah. forth. And yeah. there, mm. there's, you know, the due process plays out as it does in cricket and rugby where they just get the language right. Yep. And it comes from like me repeating to you, yeah. am I going to allow this goal? Yes, yes, yes you yes, are yes, allowed yes. to do this mm. goal. Really simple thing. If, if that was in place, this mm. doesn't happen. Yeah. And also little things like, Obviously, Darren England says, oh, yeah, on, uh, stick with the on-field decision, that's fine. He, thinking it's a goal. What does he think when they're kicking off? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> when that, 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 the issue with that, there, isn't there? I think the issue with that is that once the game's restarted, right. they, then they don't have the authority to come back and, and change it, we, which is another issue. Yeah. I think for a situation like that, there essentially needs to be some sort of big red button. Control or delete. You know on a treadmill, you know the treadmill, they've got a safety thing where you take it and just stop. Which seems more dangerous than just dealing with whatever's happening. Clearly with that, though, a precedent would then be set how long they Five. Oh, yeah, fine. I agree. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Goal, yeah, if fine. it's a, a goal, is the the whole point. Yes, it's the exactly. whole point of yeah. being there. The goal yeah. is the goal is the goal. Yeah. So again, I think <laughs> in the actual VAR room, if they're not going to bring in semi-automated offsides or whatever, because as you say, we're, we're talking about human beings here, um, and uh, clearly the processes aren't efficient enough. So let's use an, an offside. Um, decision that's that's been done wrong as an example. I remember the, mm. uh, the Lewis uh, Dears one. Uh, could... Yeah, uh, well, I'm thinking of Arsenal <laughs> Brentford last season for obvious reasons. Oh, of bias. there we but, go. But the, the reason given was that they'd forgotten to draw the lines, right? Mm. So if in a situation where it comes to an offside, there should be a checklist on screen. Have you drawn the lines? Yes. Yeah. Press a button. Yes. Just like walk them yeah, through but, it again. They're they're very proud there people. Probably is clearly. Though, well, I, there's checklists on aeroplanes. Well, so I, there's checklists. I, I, mm. If there was, then I don't think that situation would have happened, right? Mm. It, the, the, they have they have to make it a bit more basic because they're making really, really silly mistakes. Yes, they're human errors. We would all do the same. I'm sure we would. But the whole point is getting decisions right, right? It's not. It's not. But you people under, feeling you, proud but, of their like ability course, at decision making or whatever. But, it's, but your, your argument there is immediately. But there's human error, and we'd all make mistakes. Well, there you go. Here's one. And that, that's the, that is the point. It's 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 just. I appreciate I'm arguing for more technology here, <laughs> and I'm, I might. But be this is what I mean, though. That this, this, this argument ends up with saying we need robots checking the robots who check the robots. You know, like. Well, no, you just you would just need. This is the thing, though. You would just need one robot. You would a big <laughs> one, robot. Big yeah, robot. one yeah. big fucking robot. Like the, the Arnold, Prime. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Optimus. robot. That one. The one he played. Terminator. Yeah. No. He's Get it wrong. These little fucker. These little AI quizlings. Pete stays very quiet nice. in that chat. Just get a few, a few men and more women in because you know what fucking men are like with their backs up. Go, how dare you doubt me? But that's, I think that's a big more part of this. fucking yeah. women in there. Well, that, I mean, that, you are just speculating when you say that's a big part of this. Look, at the end of the day, it is a communication error that has caused this. And, and it's maddening. That, that's what it is. Yeah. However... Uh, uh, you know, I, I we, think... we are forgetting, Marcus. This is fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're forgetting the massive yeah. capacity with this being very funny indeed. None of us support Spurs, and none of us support Liverpool. Exactly. Well, even if we did support Spurs, you probably find it. Quite... Well, the, the, the interesting thing about it, I thought, was when I, I don't know if you saw this live at the time, but they missed the kickoff for the second half on Sky, yeah, right, because they hadn't talked about the goal, <laughs> and it was only through that. someone. I think someone was like. <laughs> 
we should probably talk about the goal here. So that right, let's do it when we go back from the break. And when they got back to the game, you know, Spurs were already knocking it around there. <laughs> like Mickey Van der Ven's this, got the ball. This yeah. is what happens. And just got the barbecue on the go. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great time. <laughs> this is what happens when you go to Club Wembley. You go in at half time, you have a yeah. drink, you have a pie and all that sort of sandwich. And suddenly someone says, you know, the game's restarted. You're like, oh my goodness, this chair oh, we do, is so well, we can watch it here, can't This we? chair is so comfy. I wasn't you know, um mm. but, I mean, and of course it's a travesty. And of course people and idiots are calling for a, a replay and stuff like that. And it's all down to <laughs> Arsene Wenger against Sheffield United a few years ago. Um, to be quite frank, when they replayed that... Uh, Very different thing. circumstances, though. No, but, Mark Overmars and Arsene Wenger, they set the precedent on Can't this one. Can't believe it was. Yeah, but they yeah. benefited from that game. So this would yeah, be like yeah. Spurs saying, OK, let's replay it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Okay, I don't think Spurs which, are going to notice they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, showing you who the real charitable... Uh, <laughs> Imagine calls. if they're trying to get through to Spurs to negotiate it, and Spurs are like, sorry, the technology just isn't working. <laughs> yeah, right. We had a miscommunication. They yeah. thought, we thought they said that the result stands. Yeah. Sorry, we, sorry. It's a bad line. It's a bad line. So yeah, I'll call you Can back. You send us a letter. Oh, I don't. Marcus, would you like to hear some comments on the YouTube uh, page for the Sky Sports uh, reporting yes, of this particular? I would. I think that we're struggling with balance yeah. and with with maybe a bit of wisdom mm-hmm. here. So yes, I would, Peter. Respect to Klopp. Respect to the lads. Watching this has put me at ease. We moved with dignity and have proved our strength going forward. Liverpool are truly a force to be reckoned with. I am proud to be a part of it. Jamie Carragher there. <laughs> Just going to turn off my mentions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called the team in after that offside decision. Call the team in. Just call, call the, the team, team in. in. Just call the team in. <laughs> Not playing this. We, be, we, need, we need this game to be replayed. That was scandalous by the refs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking James Brown on the comments it's completely Ow. undermines that was scandalous baby undermines the severity of the, of the point boy that word this was match fixing no other excuse it was match fixing all caps whoever was in that VR box needs suspending and honestly investigated <laughs> I just love yeah, 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 I yeah. love the hand-wringing oh, from f- Premier League football yeah, fans. Yeah. Put all those tweets yeah, in, on that yeah. big sphere at Las Vegas and I'll just sit there and <laughs> fucking masturbate. I just, just <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. But the, you know the worst thing is... Like these, that, that yeah. what he said, well, what that, he wants to do, that's the worst Don't thing. masturbate at the comments. Don't <laughs> <laughs> masturbate at the big sphere. <laughs> the big Las Vegas sphere. Imagine, because, hey, imagine the little moment of Vegas shame behaving. afterwards with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'd film it though. The biggest sphere and the smallest, you know. <laughs> together at last. Oh dear. Vish, you were going to say something. Go on. I was, yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, you can go watch him too. I think the 15th apology is coming. Pun intended. These kind of situations like perpetuate that. What was it? Like, you know, Wolves got four apologies last year or something like that. Yeah, Um, they've had one this season. Yeah, they've had one this season. season. And there's like, it feels like it's not even just Liverpool fans. Or not even the the fans who have the most online presence. It's just a total lack of faith in the system. Nobody is safe. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody is safe from an apology. I don't really know what the, what the, the best situation is beyond maybe just stripping it back because I understand like have an investigation and how can they improve things blah 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 but this this idea you know when Liverpool release a statement saying that sporting integrity has been undermined and the explanation was unacceptable so calling the... for a review of full transparency uh, statement also says in the meantime we will explore the range of options available given the clear need for escalation resolution that's just bollocks I mean that is bollocks but yeah. the first part of the statement's completely reasonable I think yeah but it's but... just it's just the ending isn't it really and and I said this on the WhatsApp yesterday like clubs 
write statements like they're fucking the president. They they yeah. they, 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 they they should be allowed. I said this was up. They should be allowed twelve. One one per month, and yep. if you use them all up in August, like Man United, you, you just don't get any more. All right, <laughs> Man United have been a bit quiet, haven't they? Have they <laughs> They've run out. They've run out. They headed notepaper. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, like um, yeah, an address to the fans or something. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I a statement with... from the football ramble. <laughs> we would like to apologise for what Pete said about the big ball in Las Vegas <laughs> and the Liverpool fans being absolute terrors on YouTube. <laughs> We're not apologising for any of that. No, I'm not apologising. We will double doon. Double do. Double do. <laughs> that is the problem with Pugmall, isn't it? They're doubling doing all the time. Did you not think the excuse, though, was yeah. was massively reverse engineered? What do you mean, like retcon from what actually... Like, the, way I, the way I read that, um, the excuse from Pugmall, I was like, mm. I feel like you've tried to work something out here after the event. I don't Something about it smacked a little bit too... The, Oh, you know, and then this happened, and then this happened. Yeah. And, you know, what are you going to do? And well, it right. was very fast, though, wasn't it? Which suggests that their version of events is um, is actually what happened. But also, the whole situation of like the game then not restarting yeah. from the kickoff it is, you know, there were just... inevitable question marks about that as well. The whole thing's very confusing. <laughs> On top of this, I think um, Diego Jota's first yellow card was incredibly harsh. And the situation where VAR can't overturn yellows is also a bit mad. For well, me. I, because I suppose, a yellow card can be hugely significant, mm. as was was played out here. Yeah, I mean, I suppose they they drew the lines, didn't they? And so we're going to look at offsides yeah. that lead to goals and uh, penalty decisions. And we, don't and do much, yeah. we don't want to do too much. We don't yeah. want to fuck up. <laughs> so we just, just stick to offsides. But they don't want to do too much. I mean, Jota's second was a definite booking. Yeah. Um, the first one clearly wasn't. But this is the point. Before VAR came along, we had harsh yellows. We had mm-hmm. we had yeah. all this. VAR should eliminate this, and it, and and by and large, it has quite a bit, but it's not going to get yeah. everything right. I'm not excusing. Yes, it it, it it's poor. Um, the other the decision was 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 should Curtis Jones have been sent off? Because I do think that there is a, a an understandable debate there. I think he's very 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 unlucky. Yeah, but he's he's you know. That tackle is is hard, right? Where it, where it's hitting the player on the shin is, is Basuma. It's bad, right? Mm-hmm. That's I think I don't I don't know that because his foot rolls over the ball that mm-hmm. stops it being a red. Okay, it's still a dangerous tackle, right? It might be an accidentally dangerous tackle, yeah, because it, he's very unfortunate that his foot has rolled over the ball like that. But he's he's still endangered Basuma. I think you've probably summed it up quite nicely. I level with you, Jim. I was looking at the Liverpool squad to see if I could see the words that would rhyme with Montreal, so Montreal Screwjob, but um, uh, but there was nobody there, really. Yeah, so fair enough. Apologies. Montreal Screwjob. Montreal Screwjob. Unrelated. Very unrelated. I mean, the, the, I mean, you know, we're already quite a bit into the pod and we haven't actually talked about, you know, the, the goals and how the game sort of was won and lost. But, uh, well, I suppose you could argue that, uh, you know, one or two decisions there. That's not getting us hits on YouTube, it man. Isn't, yeah. It isn't, yeah. I mean, but, the, you know, as you said at the start, Liverpool played very, very well, but Spurs won the game, and you know the scenes of celebration after at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it just their 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 brilliant start to the season continues when all this said and done. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was a kind of finish to a Spurs game that probably Spurs fans haven't been used to in the last few years, mm. and I I thought actually it was a really interesting. I appreciate Man City lost on the weekend, but it was a really interesting nudge or nod to why Man City are so good because they unpick teams in those situations. Obviously, yeah. we like you know Liverpool are two men down, but set up really well. I thought in front of their box. I mean, it was yeah. extraordinary and when Spurs they had all nine get, men. Yeah, yeah. amazing. But Spurs couldn't get through. No, and, it, and the only time yeah. they got through was when they got slightly behind and played the ball along the floor, which is like what City do all the yeah. time. But I mean, it was a, it was a very very unlucky own, own goal yeah, for Matt. I mean, so, it, yeah. again, like it came from nothing. He, I think from it his comes point from 
you know, being absolutely knackered. Probably. It? I mean, from his point of view, it's a shocker. He's, 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 he's got to go for it. Oh, he has to get rid but of it. He'd, yeah, he's... Yeah. It was so unlucky, you know. He it so hard as Yeah, well. I know, yeah. It was a great finish, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so funny, isn't it? Because it, it was an absolutely absorbing game. It mm. was just two teams going at it. But because of that particular decision and other decisions, you kind of almost forget about the entertainment value of it. Yeah, I mean, and but one would probably say that fundamentally to a neutral, it would probably added to the uh, to, 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 to the, the drama. drama. Yeah, very. Yeah. True. Although, I mean, when the Premier League likes to market itself as this product now, mm. almost more than a league, and it is embarrassing um, that this situation has happened because the neutral all over the world wants to see the best teams in that league go at it at yeah. full strength, and we were denied that. I, mean, I think if something that that decision, to briefly, if I may, go back to this, it's it's embarrassing. I think there's a conspiracy. I don't think anything is. It's, it's embarrassing. You it's need incompetence. Yeah. yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, nice to see that uh, um, Henry Winkler has been congratulating Ange Postacoglu and has offered to sign a poster to see if he would put it back up on his wall because Postacoglu said in a, in a press conference, obviously, before the game, that he was a big Liverpool fan and mm. had sort of football posters on his wall and he had one there with happy days and, and the Fonds and whatnot. And so old Henry Winkler's uh, laid down the gauntlet, Vish. What do you think of that? <laughs> He's probably thinking, oh, I should have said David Hockney, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. Henry <laughs> Banksy, come and do a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would say that if Henry Winkler's, like what posters he got kicking around of himself? Because they would have been like... hold of them. Would there been a reprint? Like a or would it be, yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, but I'm, I'm thinking it might be like a, an original... When was that be there? Set in the 50s, in the I late 70s? 80s, 70s, maybe 80s. 80s, right. Like that, yeah. I mean, either way, you're looking at a pretty valuable poster. So I'd say yes, mm. anywhere. Well, if, if he hasn't got one and he can't get hold of them, then surely he would say to a ha- the Happy Days... Uh, community, mm. he would say, right. If one of you gives me because you get to meet me, and then right. you know, and all that, and a lot, a lot of heavy lifting, yeah. for the funds. I'll sign your nipples or something. I don't <laughs> know. And then you see, yeah, I know what you mean. He's got yeah. to, yeah. We shall see, Jim, won't we? Spurs won the game, and they that's uh, and that, that's the end of that. Uh, we're going to move on from <laughs> what, what. What we need is the funds to go to the um, VIR machine and just hey, and just elbow yes, it and yeah. make it work again. Mm, Maybe yeah. that's it. Just needs a little clump. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a clump. A little clump. Give Pug Paul a clump. <laughs> yeah. Pugwall reminds me of Pugwall from Pugwall's yeah, last Pugwall summer. summer. Little mm. 80s TV show reference. It was Pugwall's summer. It wasn't Pugwall's last summer. <laughs> Thinking of David's last summer, the pub song. Pug, Pugwall, Pugwall died. Pugwall was Australian. He wanted to be a cool... He was, yeah. Do you think what? Nobody was, told him what to do. No, no not, not him. him. Was yeah. Ange in, like an extra in there, oh, do you think? Guaranteed he will have been a fan. <laughs> so anybody who has any swear in uh. the press room... Please ask Ange Postacoglu about whether he loved the adventures of Peter Wall mm. and Pugwall and his last summer. As if he hasn't had enough nonsense thrown at him. I love the way we get in Australia, the Premier League is like, right, um, let's just go a bit mental. Let's, yeah. ask, him about let's ask him about Round the Twist. Let's ask him about Round the Twist. Barbecues. Oh. Yeah. Podcasts. When do, mm, are your neighbours good friends? You know, I don't know where does it end. Oh look, mate, Wolf Creek's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talk about Aston Villa six, Brighton one. Um, the great mugging off of Vitushin Hantaraja, of course. Ollie Watkins has one become of, one of two. <laughs> one of two on this show. Um, Ollie Watkins has become the first Aston Villa player to score two hat tricks in a season since. Andy Gray. Ah, Andy Gray. Him. You sort of forget how good Andy Gray was. Ooh, don't you? He's but incredible. I've noticed a weird thing has happened in my mind with Andy Gray because his his commentary style was very particular, wasn't it? Very very aggressive. Yeah. Um, it's been filed in my brain in the mm. same place that old wrestling commentators' voices live. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's sort of Gorilla Monsoon and, and mm. Andy Gray are in the same place. Where Will you, you stop? Know, 
I mean, Andy Gray... If, <laughs> Scoring Andy, hat-tricks. Andy Gray's <laughs> playing career finished in 1990. Mm. So, like, when you say, or you forget, I, like, I didn't have a memory of Gray when he no, was I mean, playing. No, I mean his commentary style. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you were talking about his actual player. No, no. I think Gray was the <clears throat> the first... He was a player before Cristiano Ronaldo to win... That's right, yeah. Um, young player, player and young then, player. Yes, yeah, right, yeah, back yeah. To, yeah, back to mm-hmm. seasons. Um, yeah, but now look at him. <laughs> you know, look at what he became. Mm. Ollie um, Watkins, this could be your future, mate. <laughs> Playing cards right. That's disrespectful. Reg have lost a manager. Sorry. Recently, haven't they? What's that got to do with anything? Just then, you're disrespecting a proud Rangers man. Uh, that was at the end of his career. I'm mentioning him. <laughs> yeah. He said that you didn't remember anything he did, any I of his achievements. Yeah, I don't. All right, good. Right. Admit it then. Uh, okay, I have. Pete, keep keep, keep, <laughs> it, keep this up. This? We might have to go to a break so I don't have to accept my. Uh, <laughs> Ah. We can talk about Ollie Watkins, though, Vish. You're a big <laughs> fan of his. You've been saying, why is he not playing for England? And I keep saying, because Harry Kane's the main striker. Mm. But Gareth Southgate... I've not, not been saying, why is he not starting for England? <laughs> yeah, in your just, Bruce Forsyth voice. You're always doing that. Yeah. I just thought... Well, I, you know, yeah. He played so much better than last week, didn't he? <laughs> Give him a jersey number. Is it higher than a nine? It's a 17. Oh, well, no, it could win. He'll be on the bench. One of our American listeners. <laughs> Old American... <laughs> young American listeners. <laughs> um, he hasn't made the squad again. Oh, what bad luck. Um, Ollie Watkins, though, scored three goals. Gareth Southgate was watching. What do you he, think that does? He addressed that really well at the end. He did. Um, he, there was like, oh, Gareth Southgate is watching. And, and I reckon if the camera wasn't on, he'd be like, he was always fucking watching, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was, he was outstanding. Brighton were like really clunky, but Villa were just like all over them. Well, it was um, their 10th consecutive league win at home, Vish. Yeah, mm. it was. No yeah. wonder Andy backed them to win. I know it's quite late in the game, but Ramsey just waltzing into the box. Yeah. And just, yeah. It was Unreal, a lovely finish. It? Beautiful finish. Mm, yeah. I was almost kind of mocking. It's like, oh, you think you've got ball players, do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't even pay for this one. <laughs> He's kind of, I mean, Jacob Ramsey, obviously, with England at sort of age level and so on, is. Mm. is, is He's been played and whatnot. He, I, he's obviously had a bit of chat, but do you think he's sort of slightly under the radar? Jacob Ramsey, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's been injured, isn't he? But I think he's he's someone who's got a very very bright future. Mm-hmm. Villa, uh, I think they they themselves maybe see him as a little bit of a secret weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, again, he's one of those players who's maybe a little bit unfortunate that we're so stuffed with talent at the moment. But I think he's you know he's, mm-hmm. he's certainly got a bright bright future, and it's a it's a good place for him to develop and to have that as well. well definitely. Because also the, the position he would ideally occupy in a midfield three is Jude Bellingham's position. Yeah. So, you know, someone who carries the ball forward and, uh-huh. and like is that engaging in the final third. I think the the other thing, I like, I, I've mentioned him a lot and I'm going to do it again. John McGinn? Unbelievable. <laughs> McGinniester. But just like <laughs> the the way he was like opening them up, opening up Brighton for like the person who put on the assist, for example, for Watkins, or even just like playing reverse passes to people who like mm. didn't quite you know uh, follow through with with the opportunity he created. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just wonderful, and his ass looked amazing again. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that point in yeah, there. Yeah, well, I had to. Yeah, it was the only thing I could t- take solace from. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're up to fifth Villa. I mean we 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 saved for a couple of games, but they've had a bit of an up and down start mm. to the season. Well, no, they've had a good start to the season. That, they that won is, five out of seven. That's interesting as well, isn't it? Because there was there were you know I think when they booed off when they lost to Everton, which I suppose is reasonable. <laughs> yeah, uh, whoever but, you are, yeah. but, um, <laughs> just, you but, should get booed just for playing them. Luke, Luke, I'm Luke, not dignifying this. Luke fans were booing because they only beat them by the odd goal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it shows you how much Emery Emery has raised the expectations, doesn't it? That, that they were. I, I don't think. 
I don't remember a time where the expectations were so high at Villa going into this season because mm-hmm. of the signings they made, because of the way they finished the last season, got European football and whatnot. And actually, to, in the game at the weekend, it was Emery's very particularly tailored tactical approach that won them this game so mm-hmm. convincingly. They were so direct. With Watkins and Diaby just, just basically asking questions of the centre-backs yeah. constantly, yeah, yeah, at yeah. just hassling. It... It worked so so well. Emery clearly, you know, watches games, uh, watches his opponents very 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 intently before games. Tailors every single tactical plan. We know this. We've spoken about it extensively, um, and it worked so so well this weekend. Mm. And and Brighton, uh, of course, you know, who are, I mean, they themselves are on the same points as Aston Villa. So despite this, you know, they still have a dead decent yeah. start to the season, having won five out of seven. It doesn't feel like that, of course, mm. um, this morning for Brighton fans. Um, but it was interesting what Deserby said. He, he mentioned losing Moises Caicedo has been a big loss for them and that his character uh, hasn't really been uh, replaced in that midfield. He said Carlos Baleba uh, can replace him, but he's not ready yet. And it was the first time, perhaps, you know, maybe other people have he said something similar before, but it was the first time I really thought, oh, right, yeah, they, they are missing a really, really, really good yeah. player that they got because we always just think, oh, they'll get another one for two million somewhere yeah. and so on. But, you know, losing big players will hurt even a side like Brighton, you know. Yeah. Um, like I say, it's still an impressive start to the season from them. This feels more like a blip and, and I'm sure they'll recover. You get these sort of crazy results, you know. Um, well, they got a you know, pretty decent beating off West Ham as well. Yeah, who had about you know, five percent well. possession in well, the and, game, so they're, they're vulnerable like that. Aren't and they? they are the two losses out of seven, but the other the other matches they've won mm. every single one of them it's, five. It's a funny one, isn't it? I mean, Arsenal feel like this at home sometimes as well. You have got these yeah. very intricate tactical setups. It's a bit like the Death Star. It's very impressive, <laughs> but if you just shoot down that hole, the whole thing's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, but like I say, though, Brighton are three points off Manchester City at the top. That's what I mean. Let's not be silly. If they lose the next game, they get hammered. Let's be silly. Okay, Let's fine. Be silly. She's not here. Was this a way of trying to get Real Madrid off the scent of Roberto Di <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yes, it is. Chum. Yeah. I think Results he, I, chum. I think, he, I think he tanked the game. <laughs> Anzu Fatty scoring. What are you doing? This is why you got shipped out of Barcelona. You cannot follow instructions, sir. Yeah, yeah we'll ship you out as well. We'll sub loan. Can you do that? Probably not. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. But there we are. Uh, but a huge win for Aston Villa and their impressive season, we have to say, uh, continues. Get Watkins in the next England squad. Right, time for a break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Yes. That was Manchester United player uh, Lucia Garcia's post-match interview. Uh, and we thank Tom Warren for choosing uh, that clip. Of course, you can choose uh, the intro line for Wednesday's show. Just sign up for Football Ramble Patreon using the link in the show description. You can also catch Upfront's roundup of the opening weekend in the WSL tomorrow at midday. Right! Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Manchester City 1. Jim, um, we, we, were, we were chatting the other day thinking, you know what, Manchester City, it's funny, isn't it? They've just been going about their business. They're top of the league. We haven't spoken about them that much this season because it just mm. seems quite routine. But we probably should because it's been um, impressive. Well, here's a chance to talk about them. <laughs> oh, it's been great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did a wonderful thing on Saturday right. uh, that I do about once a season because it's increasingly difficult. Ran on the pitch? Uh, ran on the pitch, yeah. <laughs> I um, I avoided the scores as oh. best I could. I knew the Villa score. I checked mm. the Arsenal score at full time, obviously, because that would have been t- too difficult. Um, and I had no idea this was even coming. Oh, that's Sat down one. to watch match of the day. Yeah. Why, why is this on so early? <laughs> <laughs> might be quite good. <laughs> you must have loved that Arsenal went last. Yeah. It, it was a routine win for them. Well, yeah, it was. It's, it's nice that a 4-0 away win is routine, yeah. but we're not talking about Arsenal, yeah. Mark, because we're always trying to make it about Arsenal. We will be this Saturday when you play Man City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, um, Pep Guardiola called Huang Hee Chan the Korean guy mm. uh, before uh, the game after he couldn't remember how to pronounce his name. Well, there are so well, many Korean players in the Premier League. It's indeed. Yeah. You'll piss in well remember now, won't you, Pep? <laughs> I, I, think, I think the way you said that he called him the Korean guy yeah. giving Pep far too much credit there yeah. he, he was so like dismissive yeah we all know his name yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know his name very easy Everyone, it's 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 ridiculous he, if you're going to use an analogy just don't use that player then if you yeah. don't <laughs> just choose someone else if nobody spot. has mocked up the cable guy I'm looking at you Peter Wang mm. Hee Chan the Korean guy the cable the guy, guy the cable guy it's the Korean guy <laughs> next time they turn up yeah, it's, uh, exactly. against Man City well did you see Wolves the, the goal tweet for Wolves was the Korean guy yeah yeah the thing is for the Premier League he's not the Korean guy <laughs> you know no. what I mean 
No, yes, indeed. Like, he's, not the, he's not the Korean guy. That's right. Like, he's their Korean guy. That's he's their Korean guy. Wolves yeah. is a Korean guy. Fine. Mm, so you, can, you can remember his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, um, it, it was such a, like, an interesting game mm. because you feel like City should have won it, like, on the balance of chances. Do you know and, well, the yeah. Wolves have been sort of promising to do something like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- so that's the other thing. Like, and, and it's because, you know, Manchester United had a proper smash and grab at Old Trafford against Well, they them. played it as not too dissimilar to that. Yeah. Because they're devastated. No, 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 they, they, well, they had, they had more of the ball. And yeah. They, 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 uh, sure. they should have they won that game. They but missed, the pace they, they have on the break. Yeah, yeah. and Mateus Cunha's direct running. Yeah. We saw it at Old Trafford as well. But He's it's all very, about very can they that. finish yeah. with yeah. Wolves. That is, that's going to be, you know, and if that is the problem, then they've got a chance. Because if you think, well, they're leaking goals, you know, but they're not leaking goals, really. Yeah. Um, you, 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 you would say on the balance of things. But it is all about can they put the ball in the back of the net. And, um, you know, we, we saw that at Old Trafford. I mean, despite the, the ridiculous penalty nonsense, you know, they, mm. should have been, they should have been far and away. They got an apology, though. They did, they did get an apology. <laughs> but I, I thought it was interesting, though, that when so Huang... punched him in the face. Anada <laughs> <laughs> should have been the one apologising. But when Huang uh, uh, scores the winner, you know, it was literally like... Were, I, he went to shoot, to be fair to him, but it was a lovely assist, mm. by the way. I thought so. Beautiful I thought very assist. unselfish. Beautiful yeah. assist. But I, I think that it was like, right, we really need to, in those situations, yeah. maximise who has the best opportunity to score. Yeah. And then he did the defender, I forget who it was, nearly had it Carl off the line. Walker. Was it Walker? Was it with with a wonderful attempt at a diving header? Because when he Chan, when he Chan tries to um, kid him, thinking he's going for the near post, yeah, yeah, and Walker reads it, yeah, and that was very very close, yeah. you know. So it was an own goal and that, but the fact of the matter is, against Manchester City, you don't get mm. many opportunities, mm. and it was a brilliant brilliant win. I think a big part of the win, though, and this is not to take anything away from Wolves, is um, Rodri not being there. I think if Rodri's there, they win yeah. that game probably fairly routinely. And you know, obviously, they've got a squad that's built to cope with absences, but I think Rodri is probably the best in the world in that position. He dominates the midfield mm. and dominates that space in a way that very, very few players do and can. And, and De Bruyne are not being there. I know he's been out for a while. Absolutely as well, yeah. They've got, they've got you know, two of their absolutely key men missing. So mm. that, I think that's a factor. I think yeah. Rod- Rodri is so much more important than De Bruyne because, you know, every now and again, he flicks that switch of like just being the adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, nah, come on, right, stop mm. stop messing around. Come on, I'll, I'll bang you in 30 home. yards or, yeah, pick up well, the ball, we're taking three points, we're going. Yeah, I mean, there was, get in the car now. Well, yeah. Spanish guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was a point in case against Sheffield United, of course, when mm. he got the winner. Uh, but he wasn't there and, and, and Wolves won. And uh, please for Gary O'Neill because a couple of awful mm. decisions have gone against them uh, in a couple of games this season already. Um, and they need a win. You'd be surprised with the quality they have if they are looking over the shoulders this this season. Um, but, it, you know, it was interesting down there. Um, but, 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 but superb. And... To, to beat Manchester City as well, the first team to do it in the, this season is quite something. And um, the Wolves fans didn't greet Mateus Nunez too warmly on his return, as uh, we're not too surprised of, I suppose. It was quite an ill-tempered game, really. I think there's about nine yellow cards. Nelson Semedo appeared to celebrate in Jack Jack Grealish's face uh, as well. Um, so yeah, they they don't like it up them, do they, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> was it really a blueprint for playing Man City though, the way that Wolves played, or was it just really ill-tempered and they got on? I, I just think with Man City to say there's a template to play them. Unless you're vintage Unless you've Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool. There is, but it's wildly different in every single game. <laughs> exactly. It's a new template every time. Yeah. You need a template for the template. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Pep, was, Pep was sat up in the stands uh, with some of Manchester City's boardroom staff uh, because of a one-match ban for dissent. So maybe that's key. Mm. I have to say, 
he's missed a couple of games through back surgery. Yep. It's so impressive that he's already managed to be banned. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> through his just animated yeah. way of doing things, yeah. This is the first time they've dropped a point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. and he's managed to get a ban. It's re- it's very pep. Mm. It is peak pep, especially because uh, you're probably in lords of like painkillers as well. Yeah. Oh, you maybe chilling that's it. out. It's all <laughs> the codeine. Well, maybe he went cold turkey, and that's why. Yes, <laughs> he said, "I like to be with the players. The smell of the grass." Um, he said, "No, he's still uh, on the codeine." Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, he talked about Chikiri uh, uh, Bagiristan and uh, Manol, who were with him, and he said, "They're so nice, but I prefer to be down there." <laughs> I must control it. Must control it. Lovely. Yeah, you see, so that's the key. Can't insult them, but I'd rather be somewhere else. Very nice. I know. Well, you, you've just got to. Yeah, but he's like that. Everyone's wonderful, isn't he? Yeah. Bring the some man, grass, will you? The man who crashed into my car. He was so so nice. So so nice. <laughs> he, was know, so, he was so apologetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that's the trick: is to try and get Pep up into the stands. Lure him in with this way to the dugout. Oh, tactics. look out! It's David yeah. Bowie in Labyrinth. <laughs> oh, is that a signed copy of Inverting the Pyramid up there? <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself up there. Don't worry, Manchester City fans, because we're now going to talk about Manchester United. And uh, they ensured uh, that they, uh, because Nottingham Forest didn't win, uh, they stayed in the top half, their 10th, uh, is the big takeaway, of Bless course, you. at the moment. Vish, so far, seven games into the season and Manchester United are in the top half of the table. Has it been a good start? I think it has, yeah. I think, you know, objectively, if you look at a club of Manchester United, this is Manchester United we're talking about here. We are, I think, we are. I think top half of the table is very good. Yeah, well, got, <laughs> do you think I've always Ten Hag has not been saying that enough? Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he... Um... Eric Ten top half. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I'd had to double check that, you, that that was a good pun because I wasn't entirely sure if we'd stay there and there's a mm. chance we might not if Fulham... Um, mm. They haven't got fucking Fulham 10 points. Do, Fulham do the winning so that would be do the winning yeah <laughs> I forgot what it's called it's been a, been a while it has been a while well of course Manchester United were beaten at home by Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace 1-0 Roy Hodgson the first manager to go five consecutive Premier League matches unbeaten at Old Trafford come on lovely slot slot He's... high into the into mm. the roof of the net oh what a finish actually yeah. maybe that was my it moment took, it took weekend. a bit of a deflection no it never did it Anderson where's our apology for a deflection I tell you what, <laughs> yeah. Roy Hodgson's got Manchester United it's a number hasn't he mm. I don't got them in he, his uh, claws you know, the, <laughs> you know the worst thing is yeah that, that is impressive but it's, I mean we are we have been a bit rubbish at home I just think get him in I don't think he knows what he's really doing I think get Hodgson in the match <laughs> I, I think it's just like he's just a sweet old man who's you know won a decent wedge on a scratch card like, he's not, he's not, <laughs> like obviously he's is got that a, what he's it had, is he's had to go and buy it and yeah he, yeah but, no, it's so oh, so bad. But the worst <laughs> thing was watching Palace and being like, "I'd like that player. I like that player. <laughs> He's really He'll nice." Do you He'll do, do like yeah. Palace players, though. yeah? The flary one. I don't, you know what? I don't like Manchester United players. I can yeah. tell you that much. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's it's been been really um, really quite interesting with um, with actually being able to when games start, being mm. able to be like, "Yeah, this is not going to go well. This is going to need a bit of luck." And it's funny to think that Manchester United seem to be missing. Anthony to a point where mm. it's just having someone else over there mm-hmm. like regardless of skill set just having having a, basically a name that might stand up like Sancho for example right because uh, it feels like Rashford is totally gone off a cliff really in terms of his form and and I think a lot of it is because he needs to do more pressing he's not really a presser and the you know the creative burden on him and Fernandez like 
they lose their cool so quickly now because they're mm-hmm. like, it's literally just us. We have to like, mm-hmm. yeah. we have to get this frustration out somewhere. So they just like shout into the void. <laughs> yeah, time. I mean, they look, shouldn't that, be in this situation. I mean, have they that. signed Amrabat? Yeah, have they signed Amrabat so he can try and join in with that midfield? Because again, midfield Mason Mount was in there, Bruno Fernandes of course, and and Casemiro. Like, just sort of like that first game of the season against Wolves, you could set, you could see that that midfield. I don't think it ha- it doesn't have the right balance. And I don't think it will. I honestly don't. I mean, Mount, is he trying to make him play deep or something? I don't know. See, that's the thing I don't get because if you get Amrabat in and if he started well in midweek and maybe he needs to work up to, you know, being fully match fit, but you think like, play him next to Casemiro. Yeah, that seems the obvious one. Right? Yeah. So where did he start the weekend, Amrabat? Left back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, every, every left back is injured, isn't he? I, I think actually there, there the, are in, the re- injury injuries, list is yeah. massive. And United fans are talking about this online and people are going, ah, it's an excuse. It's, it's not an excuse, is it? Let's be honest. Both first choice fullbacks, Tyrell Malatia and Sergei Regalong and Lissandro Martinez, everyone who could play at left back is is not available. So that's, sure as well. that's, yeah, it, well, exactly. He, he, uh, I included him within the first choice left backs in my mind. But I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, any team would suffer with that amount of absences. You've, you, they've got no choice but to shuffle the, the pack like that yeah. at the moment. I, indeed. Yeah. I doesn't I, make it any less funny. I just <laughs> I, I think that, that, that without a doubt they are, that Manchester United are soft. Of course, on another day they might have got something. But how often are we going to say this? Yeah. But they, yeah, yeah. They, They've got quality players. They're all going to create chances, but they're not putting them away. And they've been beaten again. They've lost four of their opening seven Premier League games. Worst, worst start in 34 years, is it? Exactly. That... Every, they seem to do that every season somehow. I, I, I thought, yeah. like, you and then they're I, all right by the end. I, I, I thought this on the weekend when they were like, oh, it's the worst start in the Premier League. I was like, already again? Yeah. <laughs> the records are tumbling. What? Yeah. I know. Well, and, and obviously it's when... It's Manchester United. Yeah, well, this is it. And... and I think if you look at that team, they've got some good players in there, but it's <laughs> it's it, it's obviously not gelling, and it's strange because Ten Hag has come in. It's almost like he's re-entered the fray, like he did last season when he came in, and you remember mm. that loss against Brentford away and so on, and it was all there, um, and he had to sort it out. And to, by and large, he did. They finished positively. But how come it's sort of happening again? On well, him? there's constant mm. constant drama as well, isn't there, to deal with the Anthony situations and the Sancho situation, as 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 you know, wildly different as they are, both essentially mean that two important players um, are unavailable on top of those injuries and I, I don't want to sound too Gary Neville about it but it all goes to the top doesn't it I think the the fans getting soaked by the leaky roof from above um, oh. is a nice illustration of where the problems at United come from you know it's yeah. it's this the, the Glazers are it's a ridiculous ridiculous wanna, situation do you want to know what Avram Glazer was doing Jim the other day I, yeah I'd love to he was seen pushing his dog around in a pram in New York last week I am beginning to be of the opinion mm. that they're not selling Man United because they look at the protests and they think it's funny mm. and they can afford to. That's that's how it's starting to feel. Now, obviously, I don't actually mean that. But it is, I think it bears repeating like mm. so, so many times. We laugh at Man United a lot on, the, on this show, but anyone... This could happen to anyone's club in the same way that we talk about sort of you know huge nation state takeovers mm. that mean your relationship is perhaps compromised in some way with how you feel about it. The Glazers take money out of Man United. Mm. It's 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 a mad mad situation that no other big club has to deal with. In, in 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 a recession and in a global recession, it's a good place to park your money. Football yeah. teams yeah. are certainly ones that are big as as big as Manchester United. Are you, but, are you recommending that's what we should do? But I would, but I would, we could buy a very. Have modest... you got a pram for your dog? 
I haven't. No, I mean my dog did poos, attack. Isn't it for you? Did try to attack a dog with wheels uh, on their back legs last week. Okay. I was like, you're a, you're attacking well, a, a car. Lo- you're attacking a car, Lola. I mean, it's just, that's all you're doing. But I, I would to defend the dog. It's the like glaze, it's, the to, to, to defend the glazes. I mean, <laughs> dog could have taken a knock. Well, well, the, 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 it's it's still one of those like white, fluffy, bichon-y sort of dogs. That yeah. the older they get, the more red sort of spills uh, out yeah. their eyes. So it looks like a fucking old dog. So you know that either <laughs> yeah, either that dog. <laughs> Look at you, your old dog, Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my young dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so generally you would do this if your dog is like infirm in some way. Or yeah, or I just old, couldn't yeah. walk. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, right. yeah. Don't have got the dog. I'm just saying, if you, do you want to know what's going on? I mean, that dog's done nothing wrong. Right, okay. But would he not? Would it not be a good idea if he's going to turn up at Old Trafford, bring the dog? Because people go, yeah. No, it doesn't look like the kind of dog that is particularly cute. Right, okay. Get a cuter okay. dog. <laughs> you know, I should sign a dog. Yeah, you say, yeah, yeah, it seems to be working so far. You were saying before we went on air, um, Vish, that Ten Hag's a bald fraud and they, they should sack him now. Do you still think that? Do you, do you still, still agree that? with that, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People think I said outside. What's the point, eh? Yeah. Um, What's the point? Please for Palace, though, because they're ninth. Gotten... They're a place above Manchester. Yeah, I'm ecstatic. Over the fucking moon. What are they going to do with that? <laughs> what are they going to do with I that? I just think I'm pleased what for Hodgson. What are they going to do with that? Well, it's a good point, it? though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they going to do with that? They're just going to have a lovely time. Just I don't like, get rid of Roy Hodgson uh, at the end of the season and start no, again. No, but they won't, will they? This strengthens the case to keep him on for another season. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do with those three yeah, points? It's going like, oh, to end with, you know, next season, Louis is going to bring you Roy in with a pram. <laughs> in a pram. It's like a dog with a remote control. What are you going to do? Chew it. He's just going to chew it. You're not going to watch any telly. He's going to watch it. I don't think, for the record, I don't. I don't think Ten Hag should be sacked, but I, I really don't see this mm. being anything other than a pretty. Oh, I, well, that was quite promising, and then oh, we're back to their old ways. Yeah. Is this going to be a nothing season? Mm, it is. It is. Well, look, as bad as it gets at Manchester United, at least they're not Everton. Okay, Good, yeah, there's yeah, always yeah, someone who's worse off that, than yeah. you, unless you want an Everton fan. Uh, Everton won Luton Town two. Luton got their first top flight win. Since April 1992. Yeah. Nice. Did you see what Tom Tom Lockyer said after the game? Go on. A lot of people have been saying a lot of things with a knowing little smirk. <laughs> it's got to be Garth Crooks. Yeah, just, just name him. Name like, Garth Crooks. If you really Crooks. want to just go, oh, you have some of that, Crooksy. Imagine that. If, uh. he'd, if he'd named him, we'd have started the show with that. <laughs> we None of this VAR stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I could he... see somebody wheeling Garth around in a little pram <laughs> yeah. as, he gives, as he writes his column. Uh, he said, uh, I don't want this to sound arrogant, but I really fancied us today. Mm. Well, you were at Goodness yeah, and Park. Absolutely. I don't blame yeah. you. Burnley at home at next as well. They've got a chance to build a little momentum. That's nice. nice. That is nice. A little yeah, yeah. momentum. Also, bear in mind, you know, obviously, we <laughs> we spoke about the start when, you know, they couldn't play at home and it felt like that then front-loaded all their fixtures against them. And maybe this is the point where they're, you know, they're coming into a, a tidier run. So they've got an unfair advantage. I think so, yeah, because mm. they're going to have an easier finish. Mm. Pugmore, where are you? Where are they? For crying out loud. They, I mean, look, they Everton were there for the second, despite Everton winning two games on the bounce. And they, they did it. I mean, Morris's finish was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, peeling away at the back, it was far too easy from Everton's point of view. But Luton, they they did their homework and realised Everton are so soft on set pieces. Mm. Which and is amazing, isn't it? When you, when you, you know, when we... A Dyche team look as well. Look as the, the manager we all believe him to be. It's, it's really surprising. They keep getting out four at home. And this was the first time they'd scored at home this season and they still didn't win the game. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And But, but you you know, again, with Luton, the, the, the quality they have is not 
you know, there with, with some other... But look at Everton's side. You can't say that Luton have got better players than Everton. Everton did start very well, though. They were, they were, they were very engaging at the start. And, like, you know, obviously ifs and buts and whatever. But it felt like as soon as um, Lockyer got that goal, yeah. immediately they were back in their own heads again. Yeah, well, and what the point I was going to, therefore going to make is that if you think, right, OK, what can we do then? Well, set pieces, you've always got a chance. You know, I mean, it's... It's 2018 Southgate England-esque, you might say. Have you brought this back to then? Because it's important to not lose sight of the big picture. <laughs> but uh, but but that's what they did, and 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 they gave him the old one too, and that was enough. Calvert Lewin, who's trying his best, damn it all, three um, goals in three. Yeah, pulled one back, but that's that's what it was. And of course, they know that. Look, if, if we're sat here and knowing you go a goal up against Goodison Park, they're going to start thinking, "Oh blimey, here we go again." Mm. The crowd are going to get on their backs. Their their home record is terrible. Uh, as we know, it's Everton's fourth home defeat in the league. The worst home start to a season since 1958. Okay, um, that's what they're dealing with. Um, so you know, you take advantage and you're away. The game was won there and then. You know, and I mean, Sean Dice said after the game, we we're trying to create a mentality where the team is on it all the time. We've just taken two steps forward. And now we've gone back again. It's driving me mad. Mm. <sighs> you'd you'd be annoyed if you used Dominic Calvert Lewin's goal mm. for a loss. You know what I mean? Because like. He doesn't play that many matches because he's terribly injured all the time. So like you sort of think, oh, like, what a waste yeah. to play him in that game where he scored yeah. and we still lost. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. It does feel like you, there's a finite amount of yeah. Dominic DCL, yeah. in the season, yeah. isn't there? Mm, yeah, although, I mean, if Luton had gone 3-1 up, then I don't think he would have taken off Calvert-Lewin going, no, we're not going to waste another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be fair, Luton can be got at, which have been proven throughout yeah. the season. It, 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 this is right. big for them to get that first win, though, isn't it's it? And especially to be the first promoted team to, to get the win, because yep. that was starting to become a, oh. a strange little quirk as well. And th those Garth Crooks comments, we spoke about them um, recently, and you know whether they're helpful or unhelpful, or whether you should be able to shut out that sort of noise. But... It, until you get that win, it's going to start dogging you, isn't it? And, yeah. and I, I think that shutting him up as well as getting the points is is, is something <laughs> to, to build on, you know, because the, you know so much was made of the stadium, so much was made as, of, of their absence. Like the, the town itself was getting loads of grief off of people. Not everybody Our has very this sort of more. yeah. Well, and I mean, anyone who's been there, yeah. um, <laughs> so one. not everyone. <laughs> Not, nice. not many clubs have that amount of like, external crap to deal with when <laughs> they're, they're not, promoted. Not so. that many towns have a very, very, um, uh, a very busy airport as well. No, so yeah, it's not all bad. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Rob Edwards, he's trying to use absolutely everything he can to just propel them forward. Well, yeah. well on that, Marcus, you're not going to get um, people complaining and protesting using um, airlines, using um, planes, because that's, that's the... protected airspace. So that's oh! one thing that they won't have at home mm. is people complaining uh, via um, the, the, the message on a plane. Yeah. Imagine if some... Go on. Well, man, I should like tie it to like an easy jet or no, something. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do that. They've got loads of ammo to use. Aren't they? Every plane going off, there's another one. I bet that cost them fucking 20 quid extra. <laughs> yeah, Why are you bring that banner on, sir? Oh, just no reason. <laughs> Stick it out the window. <laughs> Go on, 20 quid and you can put oh, it on there. Yeah. I tell you what, that's Ryanair right there, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You can hang off the plane for right now for an extra tenner. The wings, the wing walk for a twenty oh, quid. But like you know, when, when they come, when they they come to training on Monday morning, they'll look at that and go, "We're not in the relegation zone. Come on, then, let's yeah. build from also, this." Also, we've know. got the best goal difference at the bottom four. Like, mm. There we are. They see, don't have to beat everyone. They have to beat the you know. Yeah, just got to be better. Than, just it, be exactly. better than it's, it's the line of the jungle with the two fellas. Uh, Exactly. <laughs> good night. Oh, that was a good night. Why do I make that sound like a porno? <laughs> <laughs>
sacks of shoelaces. One of them ties the shoelaces. He's faster than the. You don't have to be the fastest. You just need yeah. to be the. the you just need to cheat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there we <laughs> you are. Need to kiss him. Right. The lion. Thank you very much for listening <laughs> to the, the football ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. We're back tomorrow because Luke and I are recording ramble reacts after full time at the Fulham versus Chelsea match from. Craven Cottage. Ooh, nice. Well, that's lovely. You like Beautiful. That? That's yeah, a lovely yeah, yeah. touch. Pool, pool in situ yet? Not yet, nah. I don't believe. I don't believe. Are you gonna do it from the can you do are you gonna do it from the terraces? Yeah. From the terraces. Yeah, we'll do it from wherever we can, mate. Quite enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh no. Enjoy your picnic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there we are, everybody. Um at least we've got a nice billionaire. <laughs> Are there any nice uh-huh. billionaires? What, what a horrid what thing to say. What about that one that thinks he looks say. 20, but he's the most obvious 45-year-old you've ever yeah. seen. Oh, I like him. Yeah, him. Yeah. Isn't he like hitting his um, junk with um, gamma rays or something to make, something him, like that. Uh, to make yeah. him Actually, even he's stronger. not nice, is he? He's just <laughs> really weird. <laughs> None of them are nice. There we are, everybody. Follow us on X. Which you can find yeah, in Twitter.com. Lovely billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> lovely billionaires with Marcus Speller. <laughs> it's a room full of lovely billionaires. This one's on the border shooting a gun from the hip. He looks co- with a dead space T-shirt on. He looks cool. Remember, you don't have to be faster than the billionaire. Faster than the other. Steal his fifty cal gun. Yeah. Yeah. Push this billionaire around in a pram. Uh, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. Don't don't you dare forget, you dare forget. to subscribe on your yeah. podcast app if you haven't already. Very important, indeed. If it you is. do one thing, yeah. and this is quite serious, mm. you gotta subscribe, baby. You gotta and download the them and then listen to them and then send me ten pounds. Everybody. Okay, that's the views of Pete Donaldson. Very important. Yeah. Um, thank you, Peter. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Vithushan. Thank you. Lots of love, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. <laughs>